Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. So today I want to do something different with you. We have so far in our episodes, we've had a word encounter, we've had a prayer encounter, we've had a Jesus encounter, a, a irresistible presence encounter, and now for the fifth episode in God Encounters Today, we're going to have a hide and seek encounter. You say, what? Yeah, just hold on. This is going to be a really good one. And they're all good, by the way. But here we go into the theme scripture for hide-and-seek encounter from Matthew chapter 28 in verse 20. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Hide-and-seek story. Well, my late wife, Michael Ann, and I were actually the founders of Women on the Front Lines conferences. And she's been now in heaven, been having a really great time with Jesus and in the true 24-7, 365 worship for 10 years. And I've heard some reports that she's doing quite fine. And but we started Women on the Front Lines together, and then I've carried on. And then later I gave Women on the Front Lines to my dear, our close friend, Patricia King. And so I've ended up being the token male at all of these 20 years of women on the front lines world conventions. I am the only person who has spoken at all 20 of these events. Okay, now, but hide and seek? Yeah, by the way, At this one particular gathering in Phoenix, Arizona, under the stewardship of our dear XP media friend, Patricia King, Heidi Baker was ministering up on the platform. Dear Heidi, Iris Ministries from Mozambique. Who doesn't love Heidi? And so she's up there ministering, and and she's singing her sweet lullaby songs, and her and I really connect on that area because I like, you know, singing too. And so, but let's get real. I was only one of two men that I remember being there that night, okay, with a couple thousand or more women. And by this point in time, I was like tired of it all. I was fed up with it. Just Okay, I'm going to be real with you. Estrogen was just 
flying everywhere. I mean, it was just like, oh my gosh, wrong guy, wrong place, not me. I wanted there to be like one a magician and the floor is going to open up and I could disappear. Well, Heidi was doing her sweet soaking uh, approach to her ministry that night. And so some people were what would be called waiting on the Lord or a common phrase today is soaking quietly in worship before the Lord. But some people thought that's what I was doing. But to be real with you, I had absolutely had it. And so I was on the floor, and I had slid under. There were pews, not chairs. I had slid under the front pew, and I was flat out hiding. I was, you heard me, this is a hide-and-seek encounter, remember? And I was hiding. I just had it. But everybody just thought that I was participating and I was soaking, okay? Well, when I was hiding, guess what? When you hide, God plays seek. Oh, you heard me. Has that ever happened with you? You tried. Remember, this is in the book of Genesis, in the very first couple of chapters. Remember Adam and Eve? They walked with God in the cool of the day and, you know, intimacy and the whole bit. And then all of a sudden, you know, they eat some fruit and then they, they take some leaves and they make clothes and they hide. And then God comes looking for him and he goes, Yoo-hoo! <laughs> he goes, Adam, where are you? Well, I mean, God hadn't lost Adam. I mean, you know, he hadn't gone into spiritual amnesia, and God was like, gee, I just forgot where this guy is. I don't know where he is right now, so I got to call out his name. No, whenever God asks a question, hide and seek, I'm giving you a clue to the game. When God plays hide and seek, when God asks a question, the question, he's not so much looking for your answer. He already knows the answer. Every question from God is an invitation into greater intimacy with God to come from out of the familiar into the unfamiliar. Oh, so what's it have to do with that night at Women on the Front Lines in Phoenix, Arizona? Well, yes, I'm hiding. And God that night came seeking to me. And he says to me, I want you to sing. I go, okay, yeah, right, really, I've sung all my life. And he goes, no. I want you to record. Well, he got my attention because I had not recorded singing. I grew up, I was a singer before I was ever a preacher, so that's been a long time ago. And so, speed up the story, James, get to it, okay? So the punchline is this. The Holy Spirit says to me, I want you to record music, not worship music. I want you to sing professionally I want you to sing music that the world knows, inspirational music. And he gave me a promise, and he said, and this music, inspirational music, is going to touch people's lives in the world that where your normal teaching ministry has not. But this music is going to build a bridge and touch people's lives in the world. And I go to God, I have you ever bargained with God? Okay, I got to speed up my story. I know. Okay, this is a podcast. And so I bartered with God. And I said, hey, if this is of you, three things. I need a confirmation. I need some money, and if I'm going to do it, I'm only going to do this with the best. Well, guess what? God wasn't offended, and he took me up. 
about a year later, I was ministering in Pasadena, California at a prophetic conference, and a young man sitting across the table from me, a son in the faith named Matt Sorger, says to me, he says, I hear you singing. And it's not worship music. It's a recording. And it's sort of like uh, Broadway. My daughter, Rachel, was with me. She stops me. She goes, Dad, have you talked to Matt? And I said, no, honey. I said, some cards I hold really close to my chest. And Matt went on, and he verbatim confirmed what the Lord said. Check mark number one, God answered the first question I gave him. Number two, by the way, God will do this for you, too. And I said, God, I need money. Because I didn't have any, and I had a feeling that this was not going to be an inexpensive project. So I'm in Singapore. After the ministry, in the green room that's never green, a couple that I've walked with for years, a top Singaporean airline pilot and his wife, come up to me and they give me an envelope. And they say to me, this is a gift for you, not for your ministry, but this is a gift for you to do a secret that is in your heart. And I went, oh, my goodness. So I didn't know how much the check was, and I thought, well, you know, maybe it'll be $5,000 or something. And there was more background to this. I later opened up the check, and I went, oh, my, I think it's enough to do this project. It was the largest personal gift I had ever received in my lifetime. Then, check mark number two. Then I said, and I'm only going to do it with the best. I did not know what I was talking about. And so I ended up practicing for six months on cover music. Songs like uh, What the World Needs Now and You Are So Beautiful, Somewhere Over the Rainbow, and the theme song from Carousel from the musical from the 1940s, You'll Never Walk Alone. I actually had an audition, and I practiced with my daughter-in-law, Pearl, who's a classical pianist, and, and I cut and pasted pieces of music, brought it all together, and then it was audition time. And so before... A producer that's won 17 Grammys, 30 Doves, four Tellies, and is actually considered rather world-renowned. I perform. And I didn't do the best. I did the best I could. And there's a whole lot more that goes to this. And recently I asked him, I said, why did you do this with me? And he said, because God told me to. So this kicked off to another 18 months of journey where I got paired with one of the top vocal coach trainers in Nashville, one of the top, actually, vocal coach trainers in the world today. And I worked for a year, and they deconstructed me for a year deassembled me because I knew how to sing in my 20s, but I didn't know my 65-year-old voice. Then they reconstructed me. Now, let me tell you one more amazing story, another story on hide-and-seek, on something that has now come out as a result of having a God encounter. So I did have a confirmation. I did receive personal finances. I did get the best. And my son-in-law did the arrangements. I had duets, etc. Violins, cellos, violas, 
oh my goodness, jazz pianist and muted trumpet. It is absolutely outrageous, folks. If you delight yourself in the Lord, God will give you the desires of your heart. Well, another story is this. I was working on my set list of music. I kept pitching what could be the opening song, and it was never right. I would pitch another one, and it would be refused. I would pitch another one, and it was never right. So I go to God. I'm in frustration because I got to get the set list done. We got to move forward with the project. And so that night, I go before God, and I say, hey, you who spoke this into being, this means that you also must know what's the songs that's supposed to be on this album. I said, would you please help me? So guess what, guys? God helps weak people. God's grace is manifested in our weakness, and it becomes God's strength. That next morning, I had another God encounter, and I hear externally, not just in my heart, nor just in a dream. I wake up out of a dream. My bedroom was filled with the tangible presence of destiny, and I hear a raspy voice singing. At the age of 65, I released my first ever professional music album, Never Alone. I began the recording process. I'm reading from Praying from with God's heart. So that night, I went to bed. I told the Holy Spirit I needed help and inspiration. The next morning when I woke up, I heard a familiar line of a song being sung in a raspy voice. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. That was it. I was meeting later that day in the studio with my executive producer and vocal coach, and I asked them, what would you think about opening with the James Gall version of a Louis Armstrong, What a Wonderful World, the idea was met with an enthusiastic yes. And guess what? This is what that turned out to be like. The trees of green, red roses too, I see them bloom for me and you, and I think to myself, what a wonderful Skies of blue and clouds of white, the bright blessed day, the dark sacred night, and I think to myself, what a wonderful. Faces of people going by. I see friends shaking hands, saying, How do you do? They're really saying, I love you. I hear 
Babies cry, I watch them grow, they'll learn much more than I'll ever know, and I think to myself, what a wonderful I think to myself What a James Gall. I hope that you enjoyed that. Isn't that amazing? The Holy Spirit allowed me to hear that piece of music. And then I just loved that arrangement. And I love being able to sing because guess what? I believe those lyrics. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Well, some of you out there have got questions, just like I did that day when I heard the voice of the Holy Spirit, and I went, huh, what, really? So, here's a question. So, my question that I want to pose today is, does God care about the little things in our lives? Wow. You know, by using this illustration of, in God Encounters Today, I'm telling you about how I had a set list, and I needed help, mercy. Remember, in my book it reads, the idea was met with an enthusiastic yes. We did it, and it is inspiring. You see, even when I was venturing out into a new field of expression, the same Holy Spirit was eagerly waiting to participate by releasing revelation. What went up in prayer that night before came rumbling back down in the form of a song. This, too, was a practical, supernatural encounter. And so I want you to also know in the book of Acts, there was persecution. The disciples were put in prison. An earthquake happens. An angel appears and then speaks to the disciples in the jail cell and helps lead them out. But before they're let out, the angel says this, as recorded in the book of Acts, says to the disciples, says, hey, don't forget your coat. Your coat lying there in that jail cell, don't forget your cloak because you need it. It's going to be like cold outside. 
So they get their cloak, and the angel leads them outside. And then they are, after they're outside of the jail, they're going like, huh, what? I mean, it's like, uh, is this a dream or what? No, it was real. It had really happened. Why do I use that illustration? God was concerned not only about their imprisonment, big deal. God was also involved in the little details of don't forget your coat. Guess what? The Holy Spirit will speak to you about big things, and the Holy Spirit will also speak to you about little things. If you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. So my question that I want to pose today is, does God care about the little things in our lives. The word care is important. I want you to know this. God cares. God sees. God hears. And God knows. And God cares about how many hairs are on your head. He cares about every swallow, every bird that has fallen. And God cares for everyone, and God cares for you. Hey, remember, the theme of this God Encounters Today podcast is hide-and-seek encounter. Remember, I was hiding, and God found me. And if you're hiding, God will find you, because he is the master. Now, on another hide-and-seek issue, I, at the end of this music track album called Never Alone, the closing song is Morning is Broken. And at the end, I do a Jehovah Sneaky. I do a hidden, unannounced benediction where it goes into music background And with me, in a hidden prayer with a presence factor at the very end of the album. And so why don't you listen to this? Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God and from the words of Jesus as found in Matthew chapter 28 and verse 20. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. And know this, You are 
This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.